right, ladies and gents, it's that time. Turn up your speakers, strap on a smile. It's the Sims and Lepko Podcast. Here's your host, Adam Lepko and Chris Sims. All right, okay, what is going on? Uh, as you can hear from my voice, man, Super Bowl week was crazy. Producer Josh, me, Sims out there with everybody Uh, It was exhausting, but it was awesome, and we want you guys with the podcast to enjoy it as much as we did. Let me do a quick round the horn. We got Michelle in studio. Those stinky fingers, Michelle. Oh, so peaceful, so calming. That's because she is a San Franciscan. All right, let me see. Who do we got in the back right now? Is it just Josh? It It is just producer Josh. It's great because I don't have to hear his voice. And now he's got to push the button to get it back to me. Do it. Yeah. Control. Uh, No, it was amazing seeing all these athletes. It was so funny seeing all these athletes react to Sims and me. And we were just messing with guys. It was really, really cool. We have a lot of videos that we did from the week that have already been put on Bleacher Report. This is the rest of it. Uh, And we're going to start off with the San Francisco Big Shots. Me and and Sims were joking around the entire week about how much money do you think Joe Montana, Jerry Rice, Steve Young were making from just doing appearances this week. Uh, we, We talked with Joe. We talked to Steve Young and Jerry Rice, and we're going to start off with Young and Rice. And Sims wanted to test them on if they still knew each other's singles, signals from back in their playing days. I want to see where the chemistry is still at. I wrote three routes on here. That he I want to know if you still know the signals when he goes and gives you the signal from the sidelines. I want to see where oh, we're we at. We changed them okay. because the we, Patriot thing. We changed them. I'm not going to touch that. So you I'm whisper, even, you whisper to Steve's ear. This okay. one, right, I want right. you to signal okay. that one to him first right there. Oh. Just slant, baby. Slant. Slant. Too many years. So that was a slant. Okay, this right here. Dan, didn't you guys change your signals? I should have told Dad to scout this stuff. Man, that's the goat. That's the dancer. Baby, I'm getting ready to go downtown. Dancer, baby. I was in the West Coast too. Wait, so explain dancer. to me why you, what is that? Like, the me, dancer is just the goat route. You kept so. your head. If he the saw Jerry. He did, the second he, right. he tapped his helmet like that, yeah. all I have it's to do dug- is just beat the, the take, defender. The dug- My yeah. yeah. Oh, can we see that? <laughs> last, <laughs> last one. Last one right there. Can you read that or that? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well. Oh. Ah! Yes! Yes! Whoa, 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 whoa. Come on. You know this one. Yeah, we did it. We did it. This. We did this right here. Wait, 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 wait. made us do oh, this. Wait, 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 wait. I'm a, this one you got. <laughs> this one you and I are gonna Terry is gonna talk up now. You guys have to work on some chemistry. I mean, man, Bill Walsh is rolling over that one. I, I don't right forgot well, that one, Steve. I'm sorry. Remember the last ten years? Right. We didn't single anything. Then I went up. So then I went over to John Groot. Groot messed me up. Wait. So what was the answer? That was Dagger. 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 Like Like yeah. Zn. Exactly. Okay. That's again. All right. We are with. I'm going to say it. The coolest man in NFL history, yeah. Joe Montana. Right. Joe Cool. And here's the thing. Everyone's going to introduce him as four-time Super Bowl champion Joe Montana. Here's the true thing. Give him the real history. Oh, steps. okay. Uh, four-time Super Bowl champion, 1981, third year in the NFL, wins the Super Bowl. 84 plays the Dolphins. Oh, it's Dan Marino, the high-powered offense. MVP, Joe Montana. 88. Oh, yeah, game-winning touchdown pass John Taylor against Boomer Siason and the Cincinnati Bengals. Good job there. And then five touchdown passes and a 55-10 victory. Super Bowl 24 yes. and you like against the Denver Broncos. Too. I mean, uh, this is certainly one of the clutchest quarterbacks in the history of football. And my dad probably would have an extra ring if it weren't for Joe Montana. Uh, so thanks for killing the family fortune, Joe. I appreciate it. Uh, well, we, we let him have the other one. Uh, yeah. <laughs> we'll love it. It's the Peyton coronation of putting him up there. Um, I guess I don't want to ask where he ranks for you, but... What is your take on him, I guess, impacting the game? What, how, what did he do to this football game? Well, I, I, everybody has their own way they they play. And, you know, obviously he had a lot more control than a lot of us ever got. And, and sometimes uh, some, you wish you had that much control over whether you run or throw the ball. Right, so, right. You know, we'd all be throwing it like every down. <laughs> but, um, but I think that's the biggest part is, you know, he's thrown for a I don't know how many. 72,000 yards, yeah, right. And, you know, those numbers are just crazy in today's day. I I think, you know, looking back on when we played and uh, guys like Marino put him in this type of off, this type of uh, uh, league where it's not going to get 
somebody down your face all the time. To sure. Hit you. Right. You know, free releases down the field a lot of times. It's just uh, yeah, it's a, a different, different game. game. Papa John's is doing um, on Monday after the Super Bowl. The quality guarantee starts, and if you are not happy with your pizza. All you have to do is call them up, tell them why, and they'll send you a free one. Joe Montaigne, cool as heck. All right, he was talking about Papa John. There's going to be plugs the rest of the show. They're super tight, and it's the reason we get to talk to all these awesome athletes. So please stick through it. We appreciate it. Uh, The next block of interviews that I want to show you, and again, if you're listening to this on audio on iTunes, please go online and watch it on Bleacher Report. A lot of these are actually better in video because you get to see how ridiculous we are with these very famous athletes. Next block, though, is legends. Everyone from Archie to Donovan McNabb, where I I got to tell them the truth. But with Archie, he talked about Peyton and Cooper Manning playing together in high school football. So, anyway, he, he was good enough. He had some offers, sure. and he unfortunately had a spinal cord injury. Right. But Peyton followed kind of the same course, two years behind him, but he was a quarterback. They got to play together that one so year, cool, which was yeah. really fun. Most fun football year I've ever been involved in. I bet. Now, a little embarrassing because Peyton never threw to anybody but Cooper. Right. Cooper they all had day. Two other, they had two good receivers. Two other receivers he never threw to them. That's <laughs> hilarious. And, I, and you'll love, you you'll love that. I said, you know, I didn't stick my nose there, but Peyton being a sophomore, I said, you know, Peyton, you got a couple other receivers. You ought to spread that ball around a little bit. He said, Dad, Cooper tells me he's open on every single play. That's that's your typical receiver. That's what receivers do. What a week here in San Francisco gets better with Sims and Lefko because it's the third most sacks in the history of the NFL. And not in the Hall of Fame. And not in the Hall of Fame. And it's bullshit. I'm going to say it's bullshit. Because here's the truth. When we're asked all the time, we need to do videos for the guys that we think should be in the Hall of Fame. Right. He has put you in every single one for two years, and every time we go, we don't understand it. Look at the four guys that are around you. They're all in. Right. How are you not in? We're praying for you, man. We really are. Well, he's not a political animal, and that's right. what it takes to be a little bit to get your name in there all the time. I'll say that for you. Yeah, I appreciate that. But no. your, your playing did the speaking for itself. Yeah. Yeah, I, I kind of think that I quietly had a really fine career. Yes. Right. I didn't stub my toe off the field or anything. Yes. You know, I just did my job and team captain and leader and all that stuff. Right. And tried to bring along the young folks, whatever they wanted me to do. And I quietly had a, a fine career. Yes. You know? If you ever read the book Blindside, it's all about the evolution of the left tackle in your era and why they had to be better athletes to deal with people like you. Who was a guy that when he could split out, you went, it's going to be a long day trying to get around this guy well you know I played defensive left side and LT was a defensive right outside yeah. so he'd go to the blind side right and that was one of my my deals I had to come to the front side of yeah. most quarterbacks are right handed looking at you yeah so an offensive tackle would kind of be hanging on to me one way or the other right I had to make my best move and counteract what the quarterback's doing so it's a little bit difficult right. but uh, the guy's name was um, Eric Williams from Dallas sure, sure. big militant brother yeah, man. Oh, a six, man. Six, right 335 big cat killer pull me down by a face mask hit me between my shoulder blades and knock me straight down the turf. It was awesome. It was awesome. You fight fire with fire with a big guy like that, you know? He's going to play that game? Right. I can play that game, too, (laughs) at a whole other level. I got you. 22, sitting down with Sims and Lefko. He's smiling because I'm yelling in his face right now. (laughs) Emmett Smith uh, tormented much of my childhood as an Eagles fan. Me as well. I mean, don't leave me at it. I mean, he cost my dad probably a few playoff I looked it up. You averaged almost 95 yards a game against the Eagles. That's it. I, I was so thrilled that you <laughs> were disappointed. Doing I'm disappointed. It was unbelievable, man. Almost 100? Almost 100. You were right there, so oh. close. You come through the hole in that era in the 90s, and there's one linebacker. Who are you going as go time right now? Who's the one guy? Era of the 90s. Early or late? Early uh, and Whatever late. one. Whoever jumps into your head first. Yeah. Um, guy in the hole. Junior Sal probably oh. one, and I'll go Ray Lewis the other. Yeah, right. And I mean, they couldn't be more different people. What's Junior Sal saying to you afterwards? What's Ray Lewis saying to you? After? Ray Lewis hitting you saying, "I love you, brother." Right. <laughs> the Florida boys, they got the connection. Oh, exactly. Right. That's amazing. <laughs> uh, you keeping it spiffy? You keeping it clean? What are you doing with Tide? Well, Tide uh, has these pods. Tide pods. Yeah, I use uh, them. Small but powerful. Yeah. Uh, you get to throw one of these pods into a heavy load of laundry. Yeah. Right. And if you got heavy stains, it's 
this part When's of the When's the last time you've done laundry? It's been a long time. <laughs> He's still doing laundry. his laundry, though. No, like, I know. pay people to do yeah, laundry. Oh, okay. You know, I understand. You, you got it like that. It's a legend. legend. It's Mike Singletary. We just did our 50th episode of the Citizen Left Co podcast. And what do we call it? Mike Singletary Edition. The Mike Singletary Edition. Uh, we what, are what honored. Is, what's the do, do him? What is it? Because I've heard it can't have it. No. Oh, come uh, on. Do we best. have to do that? Uh, right. I love it. Do we have I want that? winners. Come on, man. That was the best. Can't win with him. Can't, can't do it. Oh, man. It was the best. It was the best. Uh, the reason we had to talk to Mike Singletary, joining us with Nationwide, of course, presenting sponsor of the Walter Payton NFL Man of the Year Award, which I think is the most important award in the NFL. I, Of course, I'm a historian. The first time I ever cried at a football game was the 1987 opening game, Monday Night Football, Bears-Giants. You remember that game by any yes, chance? Yes, I do. I was in the stands, and the Bears fans made me cry. They heckled me. You're Dad, kidding me. I was seven years old. They got after me. But your defense, of course, the greatest of all time. I would love to know who who do you think in history, what defense ranks up there with you? Where, where, who would you put in second place with those 85 Bears? You know, it's, it's hard to say. And, and, and I got to be very honest. With right. You. I'm not going to say that we're first. Okay. Okay. I, I will say uh, I will say the Pittsburgh Steelers. Okay. Had one of the greatest defenses that I've ever seen. The 70s, Steel the 70s, absolutely, right? Absolutely. Right. Um, I would say that uh, when, when I, even when I look at the Ravens, right, uh, in the 2000, yeah, 2000 2001, it, it all was, that, uh, it was pretty amazing what they were able to do. So right. I, I think. I would just say we are amongst. The You're best. amongst in that conversation. You're right. so humble. You're I'm so- just honest. I'm just being honest. <laughs> yeah. We've got breaking news here on Bleach Report. We've been waiting for it all season. T.O. to be signed by an NFL franchise because he deserves it. And he's on Team Butterfinger balling out. Not the only time he should be wearing gold this weekend, might I say. Let me hear the pitch for Butterfinger. Why are we blessed by your presence at this moment? Well, right now, I think everybody knows I had a more than bold personality. Yes. yes. Uh, the campaign behind Butterfinger is being bolder than bold. Bolder and so than bold. they're offering up to $50,000 for any player that celebrates excessively during the big game. I was on the field with you as a backup. I didn't actually get to play in some of the games. And it, so it you actually, got a bird's eye view. I got a bird's eye. And speaking of butterfingers, I actually say this about you sometimes. Out of all the great receivers, you probably had the least great hands. I'd say that with all due respect. Because, right? I don't mean to be mean. No, no, no. Because even in the game, we came out, the Bucks played you one year. You had like seven for like 140, and you dropped about three or four go routes. And I tell my friends all the time, if he caught those, he would have had like 11 for 305. And He talks very nice about I you. I do, but I don't even know where I'm going. This, but I want right. to hear your top three QBs. I mean, receivers. Well, I, I want to hear what you think about what he I just said. I didn't have great hands of, of, of some of his three, uh, his top three uh, receivers. And I, and he I, can respect I, the realness I, yeah, of that. Yeah, I had some butterfingers, but I, I, can, I can attribute a lot of my drops was the fact that I, I was so anxious to make something happen. Oh, right, right. That I, I kind of just often just took, took my it for focus granted. And, yeah, took, took my eyes off the ball and right. dropped a lot. Right. And then there was a number of drops that I had when I was in Dallas. Nobody knew, but I, my hand was broken. Right. My fingers were broken. So, right. you know. Look at the Hall of Famer. Look, he could play right now. Man. Shannon Sharp stacked, feeling it. What's this week been like for you, man? I'm sure you got a lot of Broncos questions. Uh, well, I just got down last night, so this is my first day on the radio doing my show, me and Bob Papa on uh, Moving the Chains. Sure. Right. And so uh, I've been doing the tour um, with the uh, Puppy Bowl, and, yeah, I've been getting a lot of Broncos questions. But I've been getting a lot of questions, some Johnny Menzel questions, which why are we talking about him? Because he's been a non-issue since he's been in the league. Yeah, right. He's caused more problems off the field than he's ever caused on the field. Agreed. Who, in your opinion, is the best tight end in football? Gronk. It's not even Gronk, close. not even close. Yeah. Are you jealous of tight ends now with all the rules that are, like, it's such a different game. I'm jealous of the money they make. That's your jealous of. <laughs> no. Right. No, I, I think the thing is, is that when you look at it, okay. Because, like, you might fall down the list as we go here because it's okay. the rules. I know you don't care, but. If, if you look at it, you right. look at Dicker and, and Mackey in the 60s right. and, and the 70s. It was like one or two of them. Yeah. And then you had Kelly and Ozzy in the 80s. And right. then you had myself and Colts. Uh, and then Gonzalez came towards the late 90s. Right. And then you had Gonzalez and Gates and Witten. So there was only a handful of them. Right. Now you got Gronk, you got Olsen, yeah. you got Bainbridge, you got Rudolph, you right. got Witten, you still got Gang, uh, uh, Gates. Yes. You got, you you know got say? Jimmy Graham. Jimmy. And that dude disappeared, yeah. Well, enough Jim, but another tight end. Jimmy, Jimmy was he was in the perfect system in New Orleans, and they understood how to use him. Yes. Um, 
Jimmy Graham went going to Seattle was like, you know, there was this Oriental rug on uh, on sale. You right. don't really need it, but you like you bought it. Like I got it, and so they're like, "Hold up, we can trade this guy and get Jimmy Graham." Okay, we got. So now we got. What do we do with it? Yeah, right. Yeah. They right. didn't really understand how. To, there's just more guys to do it with. Yes. Um, but Gronk is so much above the other guys that play that position. Right. Um, if I had a draft and I could take any non-quarterback, I, I would take Gronk. He's Ron. the biggest mismatch of football. What do we owe this to? Well, why are you? Oh. The, the game that his daughter actually cares my, about more my, than my the game. My little girl wants to go to the Puppy Bowl more than the Super Bowl. They're coming into town. That's all she's cared about all week. So go ahead, pop, pop it for us. Uh, the, NF, uh, the Pro Football Hall of Fame in the Adam Planet, they created the Puppy Bowl. And basically what it is is to bring awareness to a, a pet adoption, mainly dogs. We realize that there are a lot of animals that need loving homes. Right. And so we can go get these guys out of uh, shelters and, and, and get them into loving homes. Let me tell you something. Much of my childhood was spent watching a certain number five play action, drop back and saying, hey, Todd Pinkston, let me holler at you down the field. Donald McNabb. Wait a minute. Let's rewind that. You went back to childhood. Man, that makes me look old. Because it's funny you say that because I was watching this dude in in Texas, you know, slinging around a little bit. Yeah, you know. I went to Syracuse and people have told me that when we talk, that's the right order. Our lips are like the same thing. I'm told Our that lips? we talk the same. That's uh, awkward. Yeah, that was Why awkward. Why is that awkward? Good thing you, you're in the middle. You talk the same <laughs> and, I your lips and, and the our same? lips. Right. This is supposed to be a big moment has for that me. Wor- has that worked out for you? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> girls, good, are like, girls are like, you kind of sound like Don McNabb. And I'm like, thank you very much. I've, I've had that happen. You yeah. know? <laughs> this is real talk. Um, I thought we were doing that. No, this is this is real talk. Okay. Uh, I'm from Philadelphia. I'm a big Philadelphia fan, but I'm also a very self-conflicted Philadelphia fan because I'm not the biggest fan of how we treat athletes. I think we're really, really harsh on people. I think, like, the whole Chip Kelly thing, and they were saying get rid of him, and I was sitting there going, there's something that could be done here. Yeah. And I, if you could just, from the other side, because I sit here, I live in New York now, and I kind of separate myself from it. So you're what still is, an Eagles fan? I'm he a is. huge Eagles big fan. Eagles fan. Okay. But I, I'm just curious, like, what is it like to take that shit? You know what, to be honest with you, I blocked everything out. And and the problem that everybody had with me was the same problem they had with Cam. Right. He smiles too much. Right. I'm like, look, man, first of all, you don't write my checks. You don't cook my food. Yeah. You don't take me to work. Yeah. So what I do in between these lines is fun time for yes. me. Yes. Right. I've dreamed of playing in this position all my life, playing Pop Warner, playing in high school, playing in college. And now I'm fulfilling a dream of playing in the NFL. Yeah. And you, just because you don't like by the way I look or the way I talk or the way I smile, is that supposed to deter yeah. me from continuing to achieve my goal? Right. Absolutely not. So right. I, I never let it affect me, and that was what bothered a lot of people in Philadelphia. Yeah. Because I'm like, hey, as long as say what you want. I know. As soon as, as soon as you touch me, then we got an issue. If you could give, and this is not telling them what to do, if you could give the fans of Philadelphia in terms of the athlete's perspective, what would you tell them to make it a better atmosphere to enjoy the process? You know, to be honest with you, keep doing what you're doing. Okay. I mean, because we fed off of that. Okay. You know, they take on that Broad Street bully type yeah. of yeah. You know, that that the minimum wage, hey, we're grinding, we're, we're doing what we can to survive. Sundays were an opportunity for a lot of those families in Philadelphia, which I had an opportunity to meet, and, and I truly love their support, to be home with families. Yeah. You know, the time during the week where you're grinding, hey, you're working 15-hour days, that Sunday was like a family reunion yeah. to them for them to watch us play. Yeah. And we were the entertainment for them. So if they had enough money to pay for a ticket to go to Link, or they're at a sports bar or one of the gentlemen's clubs around the corner, yeah. whatever it may be, right. Delilah's um, dead. they were there together. <laughs> And we enjoyed every bit of it. Yeah. And we felt like we had to put that great product out on the field for them. Yes. All right. I want to just one. That was very cathartic for me. You like that? You that was good. Usa. Well, Usa. I think it's, I deal with it a lot. You yeah, feel right. better about your Superman well, gets, under rules you got on? He gets feel frustrated. Real good. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's still crazy that I had that conversation with Donovan. You can see in my face that I had to. Uh, when he came on set, I was like, man, I, I got to talk to this guy. He was my childhood. So it was that was crazy to have. This next group of guys is the uh, friends of the podcast, friends with Sims during his playing career, guys that we've had on the podcast before. It was cool to see them in person. It was fun to have the conversation. And it was crazy to see that Brandon Marshall, this up-and-coming star in media, apparently watches a lot of Sims and Lefko. Look, this is a good relationship right here. Oh, we're just right starting here. right now? We're getting right we're into it. Oh, Brandon wow. Marshall, Sims wait, wait, and Lefko. Wait, wait, wait. 
I, I just can't believe what I just heard. What? Don't do uh, it. <laughs> I, I have to do it. Say it. Speak the truth, sir. He's living in Tribeca, New York. Playing oh, for I'm the in New Chelsea. York, we should hang playing, out. Playing for it. the New York Jets. So I asked him, how's the drive to the facility every day? He goes, 33 minutes in the morning. I go, well, what on the way back? He goes... I, I take the chopper back. Oh, you haven't seen the video of this? No. Yeah, he meditates in the car on the way to practice, and then he choppers back. Man, you can't hide money. See, I'll tell he's you. Got a, he's got to spend time with the See, family. See, you, you do your homework. I try to. This guy doesn't do his work. You don't know? Social media, I'm just not there yet. Wow, man. You're on social media. Bleacher Report. I know. Yeah. You guys run social media. That's as know. much as I go. You know, right Brandon there. watches our stuff. He checks it out. You two are funny. You two are good. I appreciate that. You were one of the first guests that we had on the Sims and Lefko podcast. And that, then you had this big blow up this year. Are players in the NFL? Are they I was like the first guests? You You're were one, one of the first, first guests. Yeah. Do I get a plaque for that? We will. Maybe I mean, if you ever come to the office, we'll I give will. it to you. I will. Definitely. But right. you're, you're doing something that I mean, we were talking like Joe Buck, Rich Eyes, and all those guys, Dan Patrick, the Audience Network, and they were yeah. talking about how it's incredible that you're able to do both. Right. Are other players kind of amazed that you're able to kind of balance everything? No, I, I think what it's doing is it's, it's expanding the way we think as players um, because for so long we say this is what athletes look like, yeah. just be that. And I think that's a, a big reason why we're so unhealthy when we walk away from the game because, you know, I started playing when I was six. Yeah. And since then I've been – that's been my identity, yeah. right? And then we usually wait to the end and say, you know what? Let me find my other interests. Reinvent it's myself. It's too late, then. Yeah, right. You know, right now I have a seat at a lot of tables in the world. I have uh, access to walk indoors mm. because I'm Brandon Marshall, the football player, and I want to use that to do other things, man. And and you know, my ultimate goal is to help bridge the gap in the mental health community. And I think television is the perfect platform when I don't have the football field. Did you hear that he said that you should only do football? Which guy said that? Ha-ha! See, he's a pro! He tried to get you. He wanted to these nuts you. <laughs> Did he? But you just yeah. said, which guy? <laughs> Professional right there. See? See? That's, that's an NFL player right there. We don't say who. Oh. We say which person. This is uncut right here. This is uncut. This is man. We don't mess around. I play that game, too. You are doing awesome stuff with the Audience Network, taking over all their social platforms. Yeah. What are you doing with them? Why are you doing What's it? wrong with those guys? Like, why would they give me? So it's AT&T's Audience Sports yeah, Network. Right. right. So what are you doing with this entourage? So uh, basically, man, so we, you guys know there's Joe Buck undeniable yep. right there's Rich Eisen yeah um, there's the Dan, Dan Patrick. Patrick show yeah and there's me Wow. So what I'm doing this week is basically I'm taking over all the social networking platforms, sure. the channels on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and I'm capturing a week. Right. So there's the game, and then there's the festivities like yeah. the parties, sure. uh, You're taking radio road, parties media road, everything. Oh, man. There's the celebrities tomorrow I'm interviewing. That's awesome. J.J. Uh, Watt, Antonio Brown. I have Joe Montana. You're the only one here. You Joe guys can Montana. beat it now. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just No, but so I get a chance to interview these guys, and it's it's all going to be on at audience sports. Perfect. All the networks, and you can and you can see it because there's a lot of people that's not here. Welcome, friend of the show, Sims Lefko. It's John. Le- he talks about you all the time. <laughs> yeah. We go back to the Buck day. I want to ask you. So, right. Let's just get right to it. Yeah. You get there on the Bucks. Right. You got John Lynch on your freaking team. Right. What did you think about him? And then when you saw when you met him, what did you think about him then? Well, John was certainly one of the uh, one of the veterans. They just won the Super Bowl. They certainly didn't need me. That's they for beat sure. The Eagles on the way there. <laughs> yeah. I wasn't right, a big fan. and uh, but John was extremely welcome to me. You know, like I've told the stories. I went up in the locker room. I tried to shake Warren Sapp's hand. He told me to get the <laughs> out of here. And so I'm at but, Not Warren. No, you're right. But John, uh, from day one, was very welcoming of me. Uh, yeah. big believer in me and my talents, and I always loved that about him. And we had a great relationship. I was kind of like the young guy, always kind of hanging around some of the DB guys, and yeah. kind of like, would you Soaking get away? Up, man. Right, yeah. definitely. He always talks like he was with the DBs. What did you think about a quarterback hanging out with you guys? Well, I think what you you know, what you know enjoy is guys that love football and yeah. want to get better at their craft, and we saw that early on that Chris was, uh, he was that guy who was always asking questions, and um, you know, I think when guys show a genuine interest in getting better, other sure. guys want to help them, and yeah. so uh, myself, Rondé Barber, that whole crew, right. we kind of embraced it. Right. Yes, now, yeah. I have heard some amazing Warren Sapp stories. <laughs> I don't think people realize what kind of personality and the way he lived his life. I mean, how do you put that into perspective, what, what kind of animal he was? Well, we just look at each other and talk about Sav and we go, ha ha, Sav. I mean, we were just talking about him. It's e- easily the most unique individual I've ever. There's no one like him. Right. There well, never will be. Um, right. 
he, he had his locker perfectly placed at a place where he anyone that walked by caught the wrath of Warren Sapp. That's so funny. He'd sit there like the guy on his front porch, and he had a comment for everyone. And, and uh, you know, he boy, he could make you feel that that small. But some of my greatest moments as a player and as a, in friendships that I made in the league were with Warren as well. So yes. It's hard to win him over. Once you win him over, you got a friend for that's life. That's what Sim right. says. Sim yeah. says he is such a, such a great guy. And there's all the other stuff, but that's part of him, and that's what makes him. Right. Look at the size of this human being. Yeah. It's Justin Tuck, an absolute that's monster. A, that's a if great you, intro. If you watch the Super Bowl, I've never seen someone dominate an offensive line in the Super Bowl like you did. It was unbelievable. It was a pleasure watching you play. I was sad to hear that you were going. We went to Oakland training camp this year, and I went, man. I'm afraid to talk right now just looking at him, dude. But congratulations. Yeah, congratulations. It was the face mask? I don't know, dude. Just everything about you. I'm an Eagles fan. You you wrecked havoc. Oh, we had fun with you guys. Yeah, you did. You did. Some years. How many jokes have you heard Amari Cooper make thus far in his life? Zero. <laughs> we knew the answer to that. Yeah, I, I think I've heard. I think I can count. How many words you can? Yeah, I'll, that was, I was thinking. Like, I'm, I'm actually counting how many times I've heard him speak. And I'm gonna go with seven. Seven right. times. Yeah. What was the like? What has he said? Hi. Hi. Right. No. Hey. Right. Good job. Right. No, I ain't heard. That's yeah, two that. words. There's one word answers. So what was that like for you? I mean, usually a wide receiver top ten pick is going to sure. be a little devious. We thought we thought he would be. Uh, it's, an, it's I, I think one of the reasons why he's going to be great is because he just listens. Yeah. He, he's not one of these guys that's, you know, vying for attention like it looks like everybody else in this league is now. Yeah. And he yeah. just goes out of work. School. And it's, it's, it's funny because most of the time he's one of the first guys on the field running routes, doing the little ladder drills, getting his feet warmed up. Yeah. We, we saw it in training camp, and it went through the entire year. I remember we walked on the field, me and Woodson were walking on the field late like most veterans are these days. And he was out just running the ladder drills, and we both kind of, like, stopped and watched him. And it was like... Yeah, it's impressive. It's different. Right. It like, we've seen other wide receivers run those ladder. It was no, different. No, we went the, to training <laughs> camp, and he hit me on a play and went, that is special yeah. stuff. Yeah. I said something like, the guy's got Hall of Fame-type talent if he can just go up that way. Yeah, yeah. And, man, listen, I, I, I hate to, like, put the, put the yeah, pressure on him like yeah, that. Yeah, you yeah, pump right. him up so high, but it's there. It's there, right. I mean, we'll, we'll, be, lying, we'll be lying to people if exactly. we didn't say it was there. Right. What do we owe the pleasure of having you here today? Tuck's big muscle. Do you, have, do you have any charity or anything that you want to plug? Yeah, man, Tuck's Rush for Literacy. That's what, that's what I always plug. I don't, yeah. I'm not working with any companies right now. Good for you. Notice I said right now. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, man, Tuck's Rush for Literacy, we just provide uh, Title I schools throughout the tri-state area, Alabama, Oakland, San Francisco. Yeah. We read materials and try to encourage kids to read, man. We're the three best friends that anyone could have. It's the new sitcom, Donald, Sims, and Lefko feeling it. Uh, we got a chance to meet you this training camp, yeah. and I remember walking away and telling Sims, I was like, that's a cool dude, right. man. And he always speaks very highly of you. I like you, this like little left tackle quarterback relationship. Well, he's my homie, and yeah. you talk about, yeah, we go way back. You want to talk about a guy that persevered through some stuff? Nobody yeah. gave him a chance in the NFL, at the start of his NFL group. Were you drafted? I don't even Undrafted. remember. Undrafted. Damn. Now he's been starting at left tackle, holding it down for the last 10 years, basically. Yeah, I've been uh, blessed, man. I've maybe. Been blessed. Yeah. Right. This whole like Oakland moving the team thing. Do you guys talk about like what the hell is going on? We we don't really talk about yeah, it. Yeah, you probably because can't even think about it. To be honest, I think everybody just wants to know. Yeah, it's just all up in the air. We just want to know. Like, yeah, let us know where we're playing at. You right. know, um, at the end of the season, uh, Mr. Davis told us, you know, he's gonna try to do everything possible to keep us in Oakland. Right, and that's the last thing he told us. Right, well, he's like, hey different. Vegas, what's up? How's it going? <laughs> last question. Wait, hold on, really quick. Okay, what would it be like to play football in the NFL in Vegas? Do you think you can't go anywhere? You walk in the casino, you can't go in there. Yeah, it's illegal to be in the casino. You know, I'm about to to do Menzel when I'm out there. Put a disguise on, hit the casino. Billy Penn. (laughs) Billy Penn comes to Vegas. It's kind of crazy when you can mix someone that has no fear and a lot of care for people. That's what Anquan Bolden is. Cross the middle, yeah, good luck. And with people, he's um, this is my prediction for man of the year. Right. You win it. What does that mean to you? Uh, how special is that huge award that you would get? I think it's, it's, it's definitely a great honor. Um, but I think if you ask any other finalists, that's, that's not the reason that you do it. Absolutely. Um, you, you do it because you want to see a difference made in people's lives. Um, and for me, I, I, I kind of feel obligated to do it. Why? Um, I, I come from a less fortunate area myself. Um, 
So I think it's it's on me to, to go back and, and help people that are in similar situations. Sure. He always tells me that when you've reached a certain age, the locker room gets annoying. Yeah. Because the younger guys are in there and they're talking about partying or girls, and you're like, I have a focus. I'm a grown man. And this is I'm my job. Right. Have you reached that moment yet? I'm, I'm, and you don't have to name names. No, I've always been focused. I know yeah. that. For me, it's it's funny. Um, because when I come in the locker room, I hear songs that I've never heard before. <laughs> I see dances that I've never seen right. before. And for me, they kind of keep me young. Yeah. But at the same time, I understand exactly what he's <laughs> what he's talking about. I mean, I'm married with two kids. Right. So, no, I'm not going to a club. Right. No, I'm not doing, you know, all the other stuff. But, you know, it's funny because me and my wife, we talk about it all the time. How old you know? are you? I'm 35. Hey, old so man and Kwan. Yeah. Old man like and 35, and I bet you feel like 60 around some of these kids. Yeah. What? It, it's crazy. They're 22, and it's like you said, they're playing rap songs, whatever songs, and you're like, I've never even heard that. Who yeah. is this singing? Yeah. I don't even know what exactly. that is. That's amazing. Uh, so it is an interesting Well, you dynamic. still play young. Here's how crazy Radio Row is. Thursday, Sims and I, we are jam-packed from morning until evening. Every 15 minutes, a different interview. In addition, we had to run to the Bleach Report office to interview Howie Long and Boomer Esaias in a video that you can see on Bleach Report. And then we run back to Radio Row, and the first interview is Richard Sherman. This is this group is our current players, and I was so excited to see Richard Sherman that, frankly, I couldn't contain myself. The biggest baller in the NFL, the number one person I've been wanting to talk right. to for many, many years, it is the Richard Sherman. Give, your, give him a... And I, I mean, because we are like we are like captains of his fan club. Yeah, because I mean, everyone right. that doubted him, oh, he could play one side of the field. Man, you put him on anybody, and all of a sudden, Antonio Brown can't do anything anymore. You're awesome. Uh, I want to understand that. your mindset. I love that you love to be different. You do what you think is right. Was this from childhood? Was this from your parents? Like, where did this come from? Well, I mean, it's always been been that way. I've been a kind of different person, you know, kind of learn your own way, bump your head, bruise your elbow, yeah, you right. know, just go, you know, the path of of most resistance usually. Yes. Um, and some of it is my parents, you know, they did a good, great job of keeping me on a straight and narrow, but, you know, some of it is where you come from. I think it's a combination of Absolutely. Everything. Right. Absolutely. All right. Well, go ahead. I'm talk gonna, football. I can go one football yes. question. Uh, I, 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 we talked about this a lot, and I was drafted by the Bucks, like the year after they won the Super Bowl, that famous Tampa 2 defense, yeah. right? You guys have been the famous defense, the cover three, press bail, whatever it may be. But there's a lot of teams in football that have your coaches now. So I guess what I'm trying to say, do you think people have caught on to the scheme a little bit? Do you think you might have to change it a little bit? Because the Bucks that I was a part of, they did finally go, you know what, we can't play Tampa 2 so much. I just would like to hear your thoughts. Um, I mean, we've been running the same thing for, I mean, since Pete was at SC. It's, right. not, it's not a complicated thing. They've known it since the, the, before we won the Super Bowl. We were running yeah. it for years. You know, it's not like it was some, some innovative, crazy, unique defense. I mean, this is high school cover three. You right. know, the simplest form. And so, I mean, I would think people figured it out, but they figured it out before. Yeah. You know, it's about running, it's about hitting, it's about execution. Right. And that's all it comes down to. We, we, need, we just didn't execute just it as well. Like we executed it. Exactly. Okay. I mean, it wasn't, I'm going to steal a Sims question. He loves talking about matchups and guys that you get up to face. Who challenges you the most? Just as a receiver, who's the one guy you yeah. line up and go, you know what, I mean, I'm going to have my work cut out for him. Who's the first guy that popped to your head? Like when you Myself. <laughs> I, mean, be, I mean, honestly, because you, you, in this league, you can't play like that. Right. You really? Can't, you can't say, I'm, I'm getting up for this guy and I'm chilling for this guy. Yeah. Or, right. Or, or this is going to be an easy day at the yeah. office. You kinda, because the guy that you never heard of, the guy that J.J. Nelson game, might get by you, yeah. It, it, this is his first game back is Odell Beckham Jr. You know, right. a rookie who, who out of LSU who hadn't played, who hasn't been out there. Yeah. Then he's out there. You know what I mean? It's yes. just a kid you hadn't heard of, a kid ha- who hasn't played all season, but that's who's next. Or, or just just like you said, J.J. Nelson's right. out there yeah. running a 4 2 9 or 4 2 4. Who knows what's going to happen? Exactly. I, I have an interesting question for you because what you have done with the media is, I think, check everybody and go, you better know your stuff, you better come correct, and I'm not right. messing around. Right. And because of that, a lot of people have said, Richard Sherman's made for the media. When he's done would you even want to get into the media or do you think it's too simple um if it's more authentic and genuine right you know something something that's that's not scripted and you know like right, i like, this, like, this, yeah, like this you know? <laughs> could it be sims left going and sherman, sherman i think he'll be? get the first name though <laughs> we'll make it Richard? Yeah, it's going to be Sherman, no, Sherman no. Sims, and Lefko. Like, okay. We're going to get bummed down because okay. he's the man. Okay. Now, you can read the play. 
But I'll tell you what, I bet if you had next VR, you'd really get in-depth in the play. Ain't that right, Richard? Yeah, you, talk you really, I mean, <laughs> this this is the future. Yeah, um, it really it's is. It's kind of like when back in the day when people had beepers and then they had the brick cell phone and they, everybody was like, oh, my God, what is this brick cell phone? Yeah, right. This is, is, is the next evolution. It's the next cutting-edge You think you're going to be using that in NFL locker rooms? A hundred percent. I think they're going to use them in in the in the film rooms, right. in the locker rooms. Your phone's not messed up. Your computer's working fine. You're just getting swag overload from Antonio Brown right now. <laughs> the tie, the suit. You can't even the see hair, the hair. The shoes. Go ahead. Show them the shoes. Yeah, Throw kick them a shoe up there. Up. Kick them up there. Bang. Oh man. Louis Vuitton bottoms. What? Can't stop them. Antonio Brown straight can't hide money. Ugh. Cannot hide it. Cannot hide it. <laughs> uh, you know, it's funny because you're going to get asked today. Are you the best wide receiver in the NFL? fella Antonio Brown. You're damn near perfect in terms of what you got on and off the field. Uh, how many yards would you have had if Big Ben was healthy the, this whole year? 2,000? 2,500? Possibly. Yeah. We'll see next year. Yeah, oh, right. You it. Go, yeah. Yeah, I know. Look, you're getting compared to the Julios and all that stuff. What do you do better than anybody else? What is, whether it's route running yeah. or film, what is it that separates you? Well, I can just do everything. I can line up everywhere. I can run every route. And uh, I also got... Uh, a lot of value and uh, return as well. Right, right. You know, so I can line up everywhere, I can run every route, and I could go on fourth down and return the point and live right. and take it back. Right. What's it like to be doubted and then to be the best? <laughs> What's that like? Well, that's just uh, a part of life, you know, a part of the journey. You know, a course of a journey, a course of life. You're going to always have doubt. You're going to always have naysayers. And you're going to always have they. Right. They hey, are the get people. on it. They get on it right now. They don't want you to. I, so I have, have shown him. I have shown him DJ Khaled. He didn't understand. <laughs> right. What is this right now? What's your relationship with that guy? Man, he's been my guy since about six six years ago. You know, he always knew. Always been the motivator. A guy right. in my life. You can pick up the phone and call, talk about anything, and always embrace you no matter his position. Yeah. And always encourage you and, and to keep you going. You know, mm-hmm. he always, he's like a motivation speaker. So this isn't a joke, because I think the big no. thing with him is that people, they either laugh at him or they laugh with yeah. him. You don't, you don't take him as nah, a joke not at a all. joke. He's dead serious. Uh, he, don't, he don't make those things to be marketing. Those are the things he lives by. You know, right. it, it's real. You know, trying to teach. It's a, a part of him, you know. That's his uh, culture, you know. That's yeah. how he goes in the studio. That's how he goes about his day. You know, it's a lifestyle of uh, encouragement and, and inspiration. Are you the DJ Khaled of the NFL? Yeah, for sure. Give All me right. your DJ Khaled of the NFL speech. How's business? Boom. Bowman. Even I knew that. All right, I want to know of top, top three receivers, taking yourself out of it. Who's three guys you look at where you go, wow, they're amazing. I want to know top three receivers, top three toughest covers as far as DBs covering okay. yourself. Top three receivers, including myself, I'll say Julio Jones. Right. I'll say uh, – Odell Beckham still young and yeah, exciting. Right. Um, yeah, and that third one, who do you think you're going to – there's a lot of guys in there. There's the Allen Robinsons. Yeah. There's the A.J. Greens. It's a lot. Uh, it's there's a the lot. Brandon Marshalls. Um, yeah. We're probably, you know, Amari Cooper, a young stud coming up the ranks. It's, it's, it's a lot of good guys, man. It's all depending on yeah. what do you like. You know, are you going for numbers? Right. If you're going for production? Right. Uh, if you're going for what you like to see? It all depends. Well, what do you like to see? Yeah, uh, well, that's what we're asking. Shoot you know, for Julian Edelman in that. Yeah. Uh, I say Julio Jones for number one. Right. For the explosion, for the yardage. Right. Uh, Odell Beckham for the excitement. Right. Uh, the playmaking ability. Yeah. And uh, you're in the top three. That's why it's hard because. I mean, and I'll go with an old veteran guy like Larry Fitzgerald. Okay, I hear I you. I thought he had a big year at the point of his career where he's at. You, you never go on with a Calvin Johnson. Right. Yes. You know, it, a lot of days you know, for those two. Yeah. It's a, it's a, 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 all right, so the DBs, too. So just throw me, you know, you don't have time. Top three DBs. Yeah, or just a, your toughest nemesis that you I'll go. i go Patrick Peterson. Okay. Uh, Richard Sherman. Right. I'll go, uh, he's a young, excited cornerback. You know, yeah, there's a, you know, the Darby's kid up in Buffalo, Jason Verrett. Josh Norman been on the okay. rises lately. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. That's what do we part. owe the pleasure of having you here today? What, what, who is who is providing Antonio Brown to Simpson Lefko? Castro, Edge, Clutch Performer. Congratulations. You know, I'm here today as a Castro, Edge, Clutch Performer. Uh, being the Castro, Edge, Clutch Performer, you got to right. be able to perform under pressure. Right. You know, you got to be ready at all times. Yes. 
Cylinders no. got to be hit. Send me ready to go. Right. Are we going to call this the Antonio Brown, or did you get this inspired from someone oh. else? Yeah, show off the hair. <laughs> what, what are we calling this? Is this the Antonio Brown? Yeah, this is Antonio Brown, man. You could call it the Nino Brown. Nino you Brown. You could call it the three-step. <laughs> you could call it the first, second, third. This is how we're going to end this interview. Antonio Brown, you can sit your five dollar ass down before I make change. Nino Brown, I'm in the house. Hey, Antonio, you're the man. Look at his face, Patrick Peterson chilling out with Sims and Love. Don't look at his face. Look at his pants. Look at these things. <laughs> Are those oh, uh, fashion? Did they come pants. with the Old Spice? Uh, yeah, they Old Spice hooked the... me up with the. You see the with the knit. Patch. Yeah, Old Spice hooked me up. Oh, sure. I want to say something really quick. Go I ahead. I want to set you up. Yeah. The the thing is, is we've been watching film all season, and Patrick Peterson before the year, we were like, man, I don't know. Your body changed. Mm-hmm. We reread the stories about you figuring out that you were diabetic and that stuff. And Sims would come to me all the time and go, he's a different player, man. He's a different player. <laughs> you were unbelievable. Well, I noticed it in the preseason. Don't leave me He looks right lean now. here. Go ahead. Hit him. Oh, my, oh, I'm, sorry. I'm, like, I'm so sorry. I'm sorry about that. Uh, for us, it's Belichick, Arians, and then kind of everybody else. <laughs> and I think Arians is partially because he's so cool. Uh-huh. Do you have a story about how cool Bruce Arians was when you – not just the hat and all that stuff – you're like, man, this is a cool dude. I have day a couple one, stories. Yeah, I have I a mean, cu- you, day just, one yeah. when I heard him talk. But the thing that sticks out the most to me about Coach Aaron is that he doesn't dress like every typical yeah. head football coach. Yeah. Right. He wear his own clothes. Right. He wear um, when I say he wears on he suede jackets. Yeah. Buttons up halfway open. Right. Um, <laughs> Obviously, he's known for the Kango. Yeah. No, his swag is just so different. Super swag. From every other coach that I've ever played for and every yeah. other coach I've seen around around right. the league. See, what <laughs> happens is when I mess up, I sweat. And what I could really use for sweat, what could it be, Patrick Peterson? Well, I have some Old Spice products here. Stop it. I do. Can you and pass me some? I can. Wow. Are you going to see you? Are we going to see you in one of these Old Spice crazy yeah, commercials I, with your shirt off and like yeah, everything? Yeah, that's that's the goal. I want to be on that horse one day on that white horse with uh, Hannah Davis um, on the beach. Uh, but, yeah, uh, I want to be on the white horse with yeah, Hannah so Davis, we, we too. We have the hardest working collection here. <laughs> I would follow this lineup. Okay. Uh, oh, this is a I cool think- one. It's the friend of the podcast, Bobby Wagner. <laughs> and the first thing I thought when I saw Bobby Wagner was, don't know where his neck is, but that's probably a gun. That's what I mean, you know, it's, it's getting there. It's getting there. Well, you it's not going to grow, but that's why you can I'm hit That's why you're the man, dude. I'm just because saying the less impact. I ain't exactly. trying to, you know what I'm saying? I don't got no neck injuries. Look, right. no look, look, right. look, you are a special player. You play with a special motor, and I love the aggressiveness of your defense, but I love your focus, man. It's rarely that we put on film and go, ah, Wagner missed an assignment there. It doesn't yeah. happen. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You just try to stay focused, man. Our team is fun to play for. It oh, really is. That's what we pride ourselves in. Like, whenever, like, uh, somebody watches us play or whatever, like, somebody pops in the film, you just yeah. see a bunch of guys just yes. having fun. And, you know, just you can just tell, like, we love one another. Like, we love playing with each other. You're a bunch of renegades. That's what yeah. I love about it. Russell is the guy, Russell Wilson. And that last few games were crazy. He seems like someone who never loses focus. But did something change in him when that happened? Like, did you see him get more intense during that stretch towards the end? Uh, I just I just felt like he was just focused like he normally is. I yeah. Like, uh, Nothing's changing. Nothing's though. changed. Okay. I just, you know, maybe there's more doubters than, than normal. But, For sure. you know, I feel like that's not... You know, our team is something that you, you don't want to yeah. give us doubters because, no. you know, we, rem- we remember everything that you say. We feed off of it. Right. Sure. You know, sometimes we can make up stuff in our head to feed off of it. So, sure. right. like, you don't you don't want to give us a reason to want to beat you. So, uh, One thing that will help you beat people is drinking something that's good for your body. That's yeah. why you're supporting body armor. Yeah, body armor, man. A drink drink of choice. Drink of choice. Uh, I feel like we were just talking about it off air. Yeah. You know, we were talking about it off air. You know, a lot of times, you know, athletes don't really know what they're putting in their body. Yeah. And, uh, you know, uh, after you start slowing down and you get older and you realize what you've been putting in your body, uh, you kind of wish, you know, when you're younger, sure. you uh, pay more attention to it. But right. I definitely feel like, you know, with uh, no added uh, flavors and, you know, just the organicness yeah. and, right. and uh, the coconut no water, that, that right. no food coloring, right. um, really helps hydrate you. And, you know, it's kind of like one of those things, you know, Sharon brought it in one day and, 
and uh, we tasted it. It tastes great. We got the McCordy twins with the Sims and Lefko right now. I'm still learning which each of their names are, but look, everyone's going to be like, do you guys read each other's minds? We're going to do a little bit of, you know, the dating game, or is it, what is it, the newlywed game. We're going to see how close you guys are. Oh, boy. Yeah, we're going to put you to the test. So who's joining me up here on the board? I am. All right, come on. Who's the newlyweds? I don't know the newlyweds. I, I don't know. Don't know. just this, call them so here's, so here's what's going to happen. Yeah, let me get this camera right here. Here's what's going to happen. I'm going to ask you a question. You're going to have to talk to Chris, which I'm, I know it's really unfortunate. So, yeah. And we're going to do this out. So first one, <laughs> what is Cam Newton's spirit animal? So write it down. What animal represents Cam Newton as a person? Write it down. Don't look. Tell me about sickle cell, what you guys are working on right now. Don't show it on the Don't screen. Don't show on the screen. I just talked to you. Uh, yeah. We've been working for four years uh, with a sickle cell campaign, so um, it's been cool. We do a casino night. We do a 5K walk slash yes. run. We do blood drive. So uh, it's been interesting. We got a chance to team up with Novartis, and, you know, that's been a great marriage. Of Don't let them see it. Teaming yeah, up with no them and, and being able to push out our platform elsewhere. Sure. And Make awareness more. out there. Exactly. All right, so he did Cam Newton's spirit animal. What is your guess? Tiger. A tiger? Please reveal. Step this way. He went to Auburn. Ha! Right, come on, step, was, step all the way over here. That was pretty impressive because I just... I'll, tiger. I all right, so first one's done. All right, get up. might have saw it. I just wasn't going to write When you turned it, you didn't see it? Because I did. He went to, right. That was the only thing I could think of. Uh. If you want to get hit hard, break a few rib cages, watch out for Deshaun Golson across the middle. Sear it, man. I told you I was an Eagles fan. When you came to the division, I was upset. But you love this man's reality TV show. Life. Oh, I, I've seen it. You know, I'm not one to watch reality TV in general. But I look at him and go, man, what a good football player. Such, such a smart football player. Why did he make this crazy decision to go on that show? That's what I want to know. Uh, what's that been like, man? You know, it's been cool. You know, yeah. you know I was never um, – a fan of the whole right, know, reality right, right. joint, but uh, actually doing it wasn't as bad as, right. as I thought. But gets you some notoriety, bad. gets you out there bit, a little bit, a little bit, but right. yeah, still not me. Still no, not no, you. No, no, right. Under the radar, kind you're of a safety right. man. You're yeah, 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 the thing like that, is, is Washington second half of the year, you guys clicked. You yeah. figured it out. It was right. great playoffs. It was a good performance in the playoffs. Right. That kind of swagger does that carry over to next season as you end a year like that? Well, I expected to. I definitely expected to carry over. And like you said, we did some good things. We started off too low. You know, we picked up. We got better. And um, we finished we finished strong for the most yeah, part. And, right. You know, that momentum will help us out going in the offseason. We are flying like eagles, baby. DeMarco Murray. Fly, you got eagles, you have the fly. Philadelphia freeway beard right now. Yeah, that is yeah. a Philadelphia look that you have mastered. So it's perfect. Wall grooming. Check it out. Did you feel, I don't want to say misled or anything, but the offense last year does not fit your skill set. You were a downhill runner. You were the leading rusher in football two years ago. Now you're being asked to run sideline to sideline. Now I know they gave you a lot of money and of course you're going to take the best offer available to support your family but did you think they might change some of the dynamics of the run game and let you run downhill a little bit yeah, more yeah i mean that's some discussion we had that right. i thought that um i would be able to kind they of would, do what they do focus what around you a little in the run game yeah and right. um, you know obviously i knew that i would have to adapt my game to you know what they were doing obviously i knew coming in that hey this is a gun team they run most of the stuff out of gun I have to learn how to, you know, kind of revert back to uh, in my college days and, right. and start from scratch. And, and obviously, being the player I am, they would have to kind of adjust to you, you know, too. Adjust to me as well. So I think it just never really um, got to that point. Right. You know? So, um, you know, for whatever the case was, you know, I mean, I. I I continue just to try to, you know, learn the shotgun and try yeah. to do as, right. as best I could, you know. Right. So, you know, obviously it just didn't work out. You know, at the end of the day it didn't work out, and we tried, you know. Right. This is like living the present day yeah. by day, one day at a time. Exactly. Give it 110% to Marco Murray. Your beard is looking fantastic. <laughs> Thanks, appreciate it. Who do we owe that to, DeMarco Murray? We owe it to Wall. Obviously, Wall, I've been using their um, grooming products for quite some time, you know, for years, actually. My brother actually owns a barbershop, so uh, he keeps me fresh, you know, so I got to make sure I give him a shout-out as well. Ooh. Murray's barbershop in Las Vegas. Okay. Use all the wall products. So make sure you guys go to wallgrooming.com and, and check it out. Oh, man. It just got chilly in here. Why? Because Matty Ice <sighs> is joined Sims and Lefko. <sighs> and the only quarterback to beat the Carolina Panthers this year. There he is. Congratulations. Right. How does that feel? 
uh, would feel better if we beat him this yeah. weekend, but yeah. uh, it's all good. You had a great year, but you probably took more criticism this year than any year of your career, which was crazy. Uh, you really did a lot of things, but you kind of set the bar at a very high level from what you've done. So. How was that for the first time, maybe having to deal with some of that criticism? I mean, it's not fun, right? It's right, not right, fun. Right. It's not fun to, to have to deal with those things. That's part of playing this position, though. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, a lot of the time when things are good, you, you know, you, you're being told you're playing better than you really are, you know, and, and you're getting credit that sometimes you don't deserve. Not that that's ever been the case. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you know, but, but then when you're not, sometimes you catch a lot of, of maybe what isn't yours. Right. Yes. But that's part of it, and uh, you have to own that. Any guy at this quarterback position who doesn't own that, to me, yeah. you know, you're going to lose guys. Yes, You're sure. going to lose guys in your locker room. And if you're going to be poised for greatness, you better be clean-shaven. Matt Ryan, how can they do that? <laughs> so I, I actually I brought both of you guys a little gift. I see both of oh. you guys keep it clean a little bit. Yeah, I got uh, a little chin music going right there. I, I know, you, it, could, you could take care of this Thank tonight you. with the Fusion that. Pro Shield. Um, it's Gillette Fusion Pro Shield. This is what I use actually anyways. That's, I actually use Gillette Pro, uh, Pro Shield. Yes. Yeah, Fusion that's, Pro Shield. That's it. That's it. Um, I do use this. But so, you know, like as a quarterback, your offensive line and pass protections huge. Right. And so what I've been telling people today is it's a little bit like offensive, like a great offensive line for your face. Right. Right. So like if you need to, you know, protect your face from unwanted cuts, irritation, all that's that kind amazing. of stuff. Fusion Pro Shield does it. Yeah, it's like and, uh, having Jake Matthews on your chin. Yeah, of course. <laughs> you want speed? I got you speed. Maybe the fastest player in the NFL, Travis Benjamin, formerly of the Cleveland Browns. Now, ooh, free agency. You pumped, man? What, what are you excited for? Uh, I'm, I'm very excited knowing that the, the situation is in my hand and yeah. God knows what happened next. Right. Are you, You're still open to going back to Cleveland, right, if the offer's right? Or are you thinking about, you, do you, have you had enough of the Cleveland organization right now? No, I'm very work? open. I'm very yeah, open. Cool. We're still negotiating with the contract. I still talk to the old guys, Hugh, and the people upstairs they bring yeah. in. So right. Hopefully when the, the number is right, I can be happy to go back. I think yeah. what's interesting is a lot of times we see, well, that quarterback and that wide receiver have a connection. I didn't care if it was Manziel or McCann. You were putting up numbers with any quarterback quarterback how did you have so much success last season being in cleveland i played with 13 14 quarterbacks each and every really? season three four year per year wow. yeah right so that kind of like gave me that base of don't worry about who the quarterback is worry about the ball worry about catching the ball yeah. worry about doing what i have to do to be successful right where are you from originally i'm from bell glade florida florida bell glade baby so when when you're in free agency one thing that, that analysts like to do is go well, where is he from would he want to go to florida does that go in your brain or is it more of the offer in the franchise florida kids always want to go back to florida do they really always now, florida would be great for me but yeah when the opportunity holds itself mm-hmm. It don't matter. Forget diva wide receivers. Forget guys afraid to go over the middle. You want a wide receiver that puts his head down and bashes forward for five yards. You sign Jarvis Landry on your team, and I'm so excited right now. Where did you learn to play like that? Man, just energy. Just the energy. That's the passion I play with. I love the game. And, yeah. Uh, I was always taught it at a young age, you know, either get – Get hit, I'll give the hit. Because you are one of those guys who are like, eh, and then you're like, screw it, knife through for like five <laughs> yards. Was that like an LSU thing? Did they like make you super tough down there or what? Man, you know what I can say about LSU, you know, you definitely you definitely grow a form of toughness when you're there, man. But at the same time, man, it's something I've always played with. I've Hell always yeah. been still be physical. Plus the SEC. I don't care what anybody says. The SEC is so much better than everybody baby else in college NFL. football. You're exactly it's right. Baby uh, I, think you, I think you deserve two people, two teams in the Final Four, in my opinion. <laughs> Why not? Yeah, I mean, to me, it's not even close. Um, yeah, I am amazed by you. I'm amazed by LSU in general. I want to go into your Miami Dolphins a little bit, though. Like Tannehill. I'm a big Ryan Tannehill fan. I think people are a little overcritical of him, yep. in my opinion. Don't think your offense has been the greatest the past few years, necessarily. System-wise. Yeah, system-wise. Um, so, I just want to hear your two cents about Tannehill and kind of how he's grown since you since you've been there. Oh uh, man, just just seeing him first of all be a leader. You know, emerge as a leader, take command of the huddle. You've seen more of that yeah. from your rookie year to your second year. Like what? Like what's an example of that? Like yeah. you know, just just call it what it is. Right. You know, I think a lot of times when you're a part of a team or when you're not as vocal as a leader, you don't just say the truth to guys. You know, right. you just kind of let it go, let it go, and right. then you have that talk. Right. You know, he's pointing it out on the spot. You yeah. Know? And that's what we need. You know, and he walks in the huddle, he commands the huddle. Hey guys, listen up. Here we got. Sure. Right. You know what I mean? And that's what you need. You know, and guys respect that and they elevate to that. 
There's and can lot. you do that with uh, TCL? Of course, of course, man. Tell me about yeah. it. Um, so TCL is basically it's one of the fastest growing um, businesses um, in the last three years, you know, and I actually partner with them. Those guys are going to um, donate some TVs that I can auction off at my camp um, oh, for cool. underprivileged kids. Oh, do yeah. Kansas City Just Chiefs do that? Uh, they do do that. All yeah. right, good. Travis Kelsey. Travis Kelsey, man of fashion style. Are those uh, fashion faux pas pants, Chris? <laughs> but AKA. Yes, fashion forward. Do you like when people say AKA baby Gronk? I hate it. Yeah, you hate, hate it. it. I yeah. feel like me saying I hate it is going to influence people to say it more, but I absolutely hate it. I'd, I'd well, rather you be baby be Kelsey, so... if anything, right? Right, yeah. right. Well, you're grown man, Kelsey, but either way. But What's the other one you get? Zeus? Thank you very much. Say is again? that the one you get, like Zeus? Oh, yeah, I get Zeus in and out of KC. Well, yeah. really everywhere. If, I, if I'm on your fantasy football team, then yes, I'm Zeus. Right. Dude, what is it like where it came from? Do you have fantasy bros come up to you all the time? All day. And you know what? It's. I feel like. People come up to me and are like, kind of like, oh, you did so great, but in the back of their head, just like, you gave me like four points against oh. the Chargers. How do you deal with that? And you ruined my entire season. <laughs> right. It's like, uh, yeah. Yes. Don't really know how to uh, right. respond. It's so weird. Right. Like, right. We won. Yeah. You know. I can't control what coach calls in the red zone. That's six six in a row for me. Right. I don't know what's really going on with you. Right. Right. All right. Three, two, one. In the hallowed hall. Tampa Bay, where Chris Sims started greatness at quarterback. Now there's more greatness that comes along. Jameis <laughs> Winston. Thank you, thank hey. You, thank you. Yeah. Sorry, I had to take over. No, there. I understand. Yeah. Look, it's the Tampa Bay dude. Right. I understand. Yeah, it's my dude, guy here. Killed it this year. Thank you. Yeah. Feeling good. Uh, you are a super confident person. So I know you went into the year going, I'm gonna do well. How did you judge your performance? Because we giving you an A. I mean, you killed it. Uh, man, I got to get better. You know, okay. one way you can judge your performance as a quarterback is wins and L's. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I, I pronounce wins and L's. I just let yeah. that say by <laughs> Well, itself. let me tell you something. You gave my Eagles a huge L, and that was the game I went, yeah, uh, this Jameis guy's pretty good. Yeah, he well, you know, butt. I'm an Eagles fan, so uh, just being in that stadium, and Come playing on. against the Eagles. Oh, my gosh. Eagles fly. Don't make me fly. do this fly. Is, Really? I'm dead serious. I can't believe you just said wow. that. Man, you go in that stadium. This and, is and Randall Cunningham they're stuff. They're playing Rocky. You know, I'm on the sideline getting pumped up, man. We're playing Rocky before the game. I'm just like, okay. What was your oh, what was your player now? What was your player. like welcomed, you know, like I always have my my welcome to the NFL moments like the first time I got on the field with Julius Peppers and I saw him and I was like, holy cow. He's not the biggest man you ever right, seen. Right, so life. yeah, so what was kind of your moment? Him or Calais Campbell, which I don't know if you've seen him yet. Yeah, I've seen him. But what was your moment where you got on the field or saw a defense or a player and you were like, holy cow, I'm in the NFL? Uh my moment was probably the first game uh, against preseason Minnesota right. Vikings. Okay. Everson Gris- Griffin. Uh. And, you know, uh, Donovan Smith, he's my, my left tackle. He had an outstanding year. Yes. But the one mistake that he made this whole year was the preseason. Was the preseason when he just left Everson Griff- Griffin unblocked and he just sat me. I was like, yeah, usually I'd be able to avoid a yeah, guy right. been out of it. Right. Right. Like, he was like, come on, little boy, get down. Felt a little and that's when you knew, like, like okay. oh, these are some men here. Yes. Yeah. yes. <laughs> I, I need to start getting the ball out on the rhythm a little bit more. Right. Uh, all right, I'm, I'm just curious. What are you going to work on a lot this offseason? Have uh, you already my, figured my it out? Foot quickness. Foot quickness. Uh, working with George Whitfield uh, helped me a lot with just the basics. Shout out to George. Right. But uh, just the basics of being a quarterback. Yes. But uh, I got to work on my, my foot quickness and just moving in the pocket. Right. Uh, Coach Bajay. I, my quarterback coach and Coach Cutter helped me a lot. Sure. But uh, repetition is everything, yeah. my friend. Yeah. All these quarterbacks in the NFL right now, dink and dunk, screens, pick plays. But then I would turn on the Bucks game and I would go, I mean, Jameis throws eight or ten throws every game. I go, wow, because you guys are pushing ball down the field. So do you say those things to Dirk Cutter about plays you like pushing the ball? Or is that just Dirk's offense and then, of course, you fit into that's, it? That's Coach Cutter's offense. Right. You know, Coach Cutter's offense is all about explosives. Right. You know, and one, one thing I had to learn easy, that's why I'm working on my foot quickness is just because it's about explosives don't mean you have to keep your eyes down there all the time. Sometimes, you know, if if I got a play action yeah. and I got a, a deep go right. and it's cover two, right. you know, why am I going to look at the goal and right. the safety on the top? Yeah, so right, right. You got to be able to cheat sometimes. Yeah, right, and sure. Sometimes cheating can be a good, t- good yeah. thing. So when I get that play action, I know my back's going to be in the flat. What would it be like it. for you if you were in one of those offenses that was all dinks and dunks? Would you just be dying inside? No, I just would do my job. Damn. I just do my job. And that's, I guess, I guess that's just how it is. 
if you could to the Denver Broncos. We don't know. We, we think the Panthers are the better team. If you could give a speech to the Denver Broncos to pump them up, to get them ready to face the Panthers, I'd appreciate it because your energy is palpable. I would rather you give him a pep talk on, like, working out and eating right. The okay, hell with fine. the Broncos. Let's do that. Let's right. do so that. give me a motivational Let's speech. Let's get him working out and living his life the right way. What are you going to say to okay. him? Okay, man. Uh, I, I know your life has been turning in spirals. But one thing about life is when you when you when you fall down you gotta get back up. Yeah. Okay? So one thing you need to put down and never pick back up is that food, man. <laughs> Let me tell you something. Because when you when you keep picking up food, I don't want you to be obese. Yeah. I don't want you I don't want you even thinking about that food. No. I want you to get your mind right about working out. Five o'clock in the morning is when I get up. Five o'clock in the morning is when you gonna get up. Right. So now let's go out there and let's have a good brunch. I'll tell you what's happening. Oh, good brunch. <laughs> let's go. Let's have a good brunch. Oh my god. <laughs> Actually, is it dinner time? What, what time is it? Yeah, it's dinner. Oh, it's dinner it's time. Dinner time. Yeah, I, I, I feel the need to do curls all of a sudden. Small dinner. Uh, there is no doubt we're gonna be talking to Jameis Winston for a very long time. You love Bleach Report, don't you? I do, man. Tell them to download Thanks, the Bleach Report app. You gotta download the Bleach Report out. All the news and sometimes a little bit of drama mixed in there. <laughs> You got to download it, man. It's everything. And one thing else you can do on the internet, of course, you can go and vote for the Pepsi Rookie of the Year. Honestly, it's not our even vote is Jameis Winston. It's not even but close. Make, make your pitch out there to everybody out there for Pepsi. Uh, guys, Pepsi is, is, a, is a great sponsor, man. Please go out there and vote for us. We have a, a bunch of great Pepsi athletes that are competing for the Rookie of the Year. And uh, I hope y'all vote for me. That, to me, honestly, was my favorite interview guest of the week, Jameis Winston. From the way he came over and shook our hands, told us that he watched Bleacher Report. It was hilarious. Uh, and he told me he was an Eagles fan, so he won me over. But he ended up winning Rookie of the Year. Now to some guys that hope they win Rookie of the Year, our draft entrance. Check out Golf Bosa, the boys, entering the draft this upcoming season. What is, when you look at it, getting ready for the draft and just things you want to improve physically, like what's goal number one? Are you like, you know, i got to get better at this uh, before the time, you know, before I get on the yeah, new sure. team here? Um, well, I mean, right away I started taking staff center center. I didn't do much of that in college. There you so go, right. Right away, and um, I mean, people make that seem like it's some sort of... Like geometry yeah, trick it's, or it's, something, it's, right? It's, it's basic drop back, and um, right. there are, you know, a lot of intricacies and details that, you know, that go, go on with it. But yeah. Yes. It took me a week, and uh, you know, I kind of felt comfortable with it, and um, I've been and doing it now for six weeks. You're probably not going to do that very often in the NFL anyway. Yeah, and, it, and it's transitioning <laughs> to the point where it's, there's a lot of shotgun stuff, so yes. it's stuff that I've already done for a while. So I think that was the main thing, as well as you know, just throwing the ball on time more. You know, just right. not, not sitting on stuff. You know, being the one, two, three, get it out. Right. That type of stuff I've been working on, and it's it's all been it's all been really good and yeah. enjoyable. Right. I, I think one thing that is definitely good for you is the amount of guys that have had success with that sponsor. Gatorade is pretty good. What are you doing with them? Yeah. So Gatorade. It's uh, got this new bottle called the Smart Cat. What there the heck go. is that? Yeah, sure. The, there you go. There's the so, cat. You see how it's lighting up? It's really cute. So what do you mean? It's going to tell you yeah. about what? So, it, so you, you open it up, you put the pot in, and right. it flavors it or whatever flavor you want. Close it, and then you dr start drinking it. See if I can get it going. And so it starts lighting up. It tells you how much of the bottle you drank. Bobosa in the house with Sims and Lefko. I'm gonna say this already. I already like your energy. Yeah, I, yeah. I already dig yeah, your energy. I'm feeling you guys too. Uh, cool, I feel man. You, yeah. No. And we I mean Don't we, we uh, Snail. <laughs> get up. I love him. I'm already hooked. Uh, one th how do you play the game? How would you describe that? Um hard. Yeah. I don't know. Uh no. <laughs> um, I like to be well-rounded in all aspects, not right. no, not be known as a good pass rusher, not sure. be known as keep play the run well. Player. Yeah, I yeah. want to be a fully complete football player, and that's that's what I'm working towards. And who's your who's the defense end in football you look at? Uh, well, Coach Johnson, of course, my coach, but uh, he coached Tomba Lee. Mm. Gotcha. So when I watch Tomba, I see everything that Coach Johnson teaches like, right. perfectly. Yes. So that's what I want to... Tom Ali, one of the most yeah. underrated guys in the oh. league. You know what else is he underrated? His hands are just You know what else is underrated? Let me do the transition. <laughs> you know what else is underrated? Hydration. Hydration. Okay. Bosa, what do you got for us in your hand there, We pal? got the newest in hydration technology. It's got a smart cap. It this monitors, is Gatorade, yeah, by the way. monitors how hydrated you are. Yeah, we don't need these big yeah. muscles cramping I'm, up. I'm doing pretty good right now. I'm almost to the bottom. But, How many and then we got, have today? Huh? Five. Well, I'm pretty hydrated right now. So. Right. His name will undoubtedly be called very early on. I'm excited for your yeah. success because you. you're a good yeah. dude. Yeah, Thanks for right. having me. Thanks. Got him back. <laughs> Tony Bosa, Sims and Lefko. I'm keeping your secret. Yeah. 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 Yeah.
One of the coolest moments for Radio Row is that the Sims and Lefko podcast, it kind of felt like it came full circle. This was our big event. We went out there. Honestly, I think we crushed it. Sims and Fendrick, I think, would agree. But it was funny that our first video podcast ever was with Nick Mangold and Larry the Cable Guy. They came out, we ate chili, and I started sweating. And they were one of our final guests at Radio Row. And I'm very proud to say I didn't sweat as much. We had a lot of fun with Larry the Cable Guy and Nick Mangold. How much time have you guys been spending together through this whole campaign? Way too much. We actually got, uh, we're we're in the same room together. Spooning together, too. Spoon. Who's inside spoon? Who's outside spoon? There's a big spoon and the little spoon. spoon, Uh, Who says says inside, outside spoon? As long as you don't. What kind of spoon are you doing? As long as you don't slip in a fork, we're all right. I just imagine you go to your wife. I'd like to be outside spoon right now. Yeah, that's She's awesome. like, I don't know what that means. You want to go outside? Like, what? You, I don't get what that means. I'll say, I want to be the big spoon. She's I like, want to right. be on the outside of the. I don't, yeah, but like, both sides of the bed could technically be the outside. I, but if she's next, and I'm on top. Like, that's aren't I the outside? Oh, on spoon? top? Who's on top? You're not on top. You're on the side still. This I don't is know. Terrible. All right, I guess. My wife won't let I'll work on my spooning. We'll get back to each other. I'm on the side of my wife too because actually I gotta lose 25 pounds. I can't do anything. Can't do it. You're like an up wrong. Way turn spoon. Back, Never mind. back spoons? I was doing spoon physics. Yeah, back spoons. Yeah. You were inverted. Inverted spoons. It really was an awesome week out there in San Francisco. I am excited. Sims is taking the week off because he's a diva. Let's be honest. He got in his contract. What a diva. Uh, but we're going to come back and do a podcast next week. It'll be a full one. More recap. Looking forward. We'll do free agency. From here on out, too, we're going to have Miller on a lot to talk about the draft. As always, tweet at Fendrick at the, the Twitter, at Simpson Lefko. Subscribe to iTunes. Write a review. Give us a five-star, because frankly, you know that we deserve it. You can hit me up on Snapchat. It's at Adam Lefko. I'm always going to be sending stuff from the podcast. But we appreciate you. It's been a fun ride so far, and we are excited to get you guys prepared for next NFL season. Adam Lefko, Michelle, let me see those gosh darn stinky fingers one more time. She is so peaceful. Josh, let me see you back there in the control room. Hey, oh, one more. Oh, that was, that officially is the death of the dab. Sims and Lefko, we'll see you next week, you goof.